0: Hey guys, welcome back to the REI Network podcast with me, Gavin Timms. I'm super excited. I've actually got a couple of my clients joining uh, me today, talking about what they've been doing in their business over the last month and the results have been insane. Just before I bring them and introduce them, if you are interested in working with me, go to com slash join. Ri networkcom join we have a new format that is awesome we're getting great results and again i'm going to bring over two of my clients right now here they are i've terry and pamela how are you guys doing
1: good great
0: awesome i firstly appreciate you doing this right i know literally we've just dragged pamela on screen to to, to get her to join me and terry but she uh, she did it eventually so i appreciate you both um, coming on. All right. So why did I ask you to do this? For a couple of reasons. Okay. And probably two or three reasons, really. I think the results that you've got in a short amount of time has been fantastic. Okay. And people listening or watching us, if you're watching us on YouTube, or you're listening on the podcast, you're going to see through this episode exactly why they've done the deals that they've done because of. you'll see personality types and obviously just getting on with it. So I wanted to, you know, identify that. The other thing is as well, the amount of deals that you've done in in such a small amount of time, right? So we're just looking over the last month we've been working together. Now, Terry, with your background, you have been a flipper before. You've done marketing on the direct mail side, but nothing to do with really any, you know, other marketing channels. And you've always done it where you literally just buy the property Immediately, right? For your own rehab.
2: Yeah, correct. Either a pay- we tried some PPC, uh, you know, pay-per-click stuff. Yeah, it was okay, but it seemed like money we put out, money money we're getting back in was not. But so direct mail was our main media, correct?
0: Got it. Okay. So what we're gonna be covering, we're gonna dive back into you know how they got into the business and, and kind of their link up here. But we are gonna be talking how that these guys have got six contracts in closing, okay, in a month from new marketing. That is insane. Six deals, two which are closed three that are set to close, one's about to go in escrow with four more contracts today, potentially to get signed with also a portfolio. So when we're talking about massive action and can you make money in this business 100% and we're talking about hitting it head on, I only have a few clients that really want to, where I struggle to keep up with, right? which is a good thing because they're obviously driving it forward. So that's what we're going to be talking exactly how they did that through this episode. But let's jump back. Let's start with you, Terry, and then we'll, we'll bring Pamela in and, and how that transitioned. So tell us a little bit about you and kind of your background.
2: As far as construction, my mother actually was in construction her whole life. She got the Woman of Achievement Award. She built a lot of the houses in downtown St. Louis. So I grew up kind of swinging a hammer. Um, I started my own in 82 um went through McBride and Sons training with how to be a framer how to be a finisher and then uh went on and did uh some stuff to uh, learn how to do drywall and drywall finishing so I've always been kind of hands-on on the construction side of it
0: okay awesome and then what was the big thing when obviously you came you came into the program and and I want I'm always honest like you guys are the drivers here right you make it happen not me so I don't want to make out that I'm like, oh, you only were successful because of me, because that's far from it. But what made you want to get involved? What was, what have you created to go? Actually, we need to to, to get better systems, better marketing, and, and things going to do more deals. Why? What was the thought process there?
2: Um, couple, we knew we were lacking in um, uh, repetitive business, so you know we were kind of hamster wheel walking. So we, our marketing, so we would send out a. Uh, a marketing letter, and all of a sudden, you know, we'd get blasted with 140 phone calls, and had to scramble to uh, just get the two or three best ones, and then everything would die, and we'd have to do it again over and over again. So we knew that we were missing something; that something wasn't right. Um, and then we watched the podcast of yours, where you'd made a statement about closing four, and then over the next six to seven months, you closed like 50 on follow-up. And so that kind of, with me and what I was doing, because I'm a a great one-time closer. If You put me in front of somebody, I'll, I'll do almost everybody, especially on the phone or in person. The other thing we noticed, too, that when we watched a lot of your stuff, Pamela here is a singer in a band. And so that's one of her biggest hobbies. But she's never done real estate before. And we noticed the way you handled a lot of new customers and how you took them by the hand and even people that never had any real estate experience and you walked them through. So it was a really good fit for us. You had the systems and the follow-up that I was looking for, and you had the patience and the beginning knowledge to help Pamela with uh, to move to the next stage.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And then Pamela, you got involved obviously leaving your your, your job, you you joined and, and we had them conversations and as it was kind of amazing to me because I was impressed the deals that you'd done from one time closes and I was and I, I talked probably about it on every call, it still blows my mind. Where we couldn't be so far apart, where my close ratio is much more, and and a lot of it's to do with the the marketing. Well, maybe, but you're still closing deals. Obviously, you've got six in a month, so maybe maybe I'm doing something wrong. Um, but the the follow up the follow up side of it, when ninety percent of my business comes from follow up, and you're so front front end heavy on them closes, I'm like, if you're doing, let's say three deals a month or two deals a month, you should be doing six or eight deals a month, you know, total from that follow-up, right? And I know that's kind of something that we've been working on. And since Pamela, Pamela's probably been working for uh, maybe four weeks or three weeks in the business. Pamela, you've already got one off follow-up though from about three months. Is that right? Right. One from
1: three months,
0: you said? Yeah. Three months follow-up. Was that the one that you locked up? Yeah.
2: That... Angela Kittner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but you see, like the difference that that wasn't happening. So my point is, is that when you got on the phone of the follow up from what was coming in,
2: right? Like... One second, she's got to grab something real <laughs> quick, <But>, right? <laughs> no problem. Yeah, they actually she had something in the stove and it went off. Um, oh
0: no, no, <laughs> right?
2: So yeah, she followed up and she followed up with this lady, and uh, it's going to be a really nice deal. It's a four hundred thousand dollar property, and uh, we've got it under contract for two twenty. It's closing in two weeks. The lady actually kind of blew me off because she was she really didn't like. Uh, trust guys so pamela took over the follow-up on it and her and her personality were pretty much alike both of them had worked finance in a previous job and so she created a rapport and uh, pamela was able to get the contract inc where probably if i had kept pushing it had been really hard for me to do yeah
0: yeah but the the, the good thing is is that Obviously that's a huge impact immediately, right? By taking that, and that's the point. And as soon as you see, wow, if we did one of them, which she which Pamela did, right, was understanding that situations change, understanding that you know Terry's personality is, is closed today, right? If you're not closing today, I'm gonna to go to the next. And it's almost like that's brilliant and that's needed in our business because it's if you if you're not you're in the business to make money today, right? And that's what everyone should be doing. But at the same time, we've got to be picking everything back up to go at it again. So I think doing that follow up is huge for you guys to to identify. Wow, we've actually you know made whatever you're going to make on it from that three months of follow up though, and uh, and doing more of that because the more you do, the more you're gonna, more you're gonna see. So that's that that's really good. Okay, so let's talk about. So we came on and we've been doing cold calling. We've been doing text messaging, right, and we understand as I teach everyone, text messaging is a very fine line with, you know, in the it's going to go away. Right. But it hasn't yet. And and, and I got, actually got some stick for saying double down on texting before it goes. And people are like, that's a stupid idea. And I'm like, well, that's an opinion. But if you're doing it the right way and you're not texting people when they're saying stop and the DNCs and, and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, then you should be fine. And again, when it stops then obviously stop, just like why we don't do ringless voicemail anymore. And obviously you've been, you've been following that method and we started off with, you know, when we set up a system, it's almost like you want to set up the basic thing, right? You want like a basic foundation of maybe one VA, you're doing some calls, you're doing this, and then very quickly you can then go to two VAs, to three VAs, and you can start to grow. And what I call is a marketing machine, right, is Mm -hmm. that you literally can just play with the amount of leads that you want. The more that you feed the machine, the more people you have working the leads, the more it's going to spit out, and it's just literally a revolving thing. And I know that's – I think we were probably, Terry, if I remember rightly, I think we're about three days in and you wanted a second VA. Right. Yeah. You were yep. like, okay, let's go. I'm ready. Like, well,
2: yeah, that's my personality. Let's go, <laughs> hit it. <Yep>. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs>
2: but we, but yeah. what, you slow me down. Pamela slow me down. We just put our second VA on today. So
0: nice, yeah, nice. And you've already got the, the cool thing is again you've been doing texting yourself. The reason is we talk about why should you do the texting yourself? Because obviously getting them on the phone immediately is Mm. absolutely critical. Yes, you can use a VA, but you've got to make sure that you've got to watch that lag time. So if we go to a VA texting, what I suggest that they do is immediately alert you saying, hey, we got one, get on the phone with them right now, copy that conversation, and then you can basically run with it and kind of. You know, work, uh, lead, and
2: we, and we took another one of your, uh, you know, your suggestions was to take and get maybe you, you know, like a daughter or something. I had a daughter who's in between jobs, who, um, you know, I, I put to work immediately. Um, Pamela went through and used one of your podcasts and set up all the uh, campaigns, and then went back through a couple of days ago and set up all the quick replies. So now we have our daughter, who um, my daughter, who is doing all the texting for us now, sitting out a thousand answering uh getting through the you know like the wrong answers and i don't want you to call me anymore and then as soon as she gets somebody that says well yeah i'd be interested in an offer and she does exactly that she puts it in uh, our crm who alerts me and i get on the phone to call immediately so that kind of freed me up also
0: yeah absolutely that's awesome and, and the goal is you know we had a good session yesterday we were talking about obviously what's the end goal right because the more that you do we have to watch in this business because I know what I want, right? And I know that the more that you do, and when you're handling the calls, the busy you're going to get. And you need to get aligned with exactly that, like bringing your daughter in. Now, because texting's a lot, right? It yeah. takes a lot of time, and you're sitting there, and all of a sudden, you've just freed up hours of the day by delegating that to somebody else that can obviously do it. And then. Yeah.
2: Something else that we've noticed is the amount of people texting now are down to next to nothing. I mean, we've got a lot of people who are, are saying, oh, you yeah, haven't got a text in a long time. So I think, like you said, a lot of people went, oh, that's dumb. They're going to get rid of it. So we're hitting everything that we can hit because nobody is doing the texting anymore because they got rid of, they've gotten rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, that's really good. Okay, so we've got, let's talk about these, uh, the, you know, some of these deals. I know you've closed one. I think you closed one at 19.5. I thought that was Profit. the first deal. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We closed one at 19.5. Um, we just closed one that you were talking about. We bought it at 37 and closed it at 66. And Pamela closed it in one day at 66. And it, it's already funded. And so she did a great job there marketing of it. We've got another one that we are closing Thursday. We bought it at 80. We're double closing at a hundred on that day. So we're going to, by the time these stuff are done, we'll make about 19.5. And then we're picking up another one that's closing at the end of the month. It's a hotel that we did. We bought it at 115. We threw it on, the cleaned it to do it on the market. Pamela got a buyer at 142 for it. She got a buyer in the same weekend. So. You know, we we sat down and figured that we should probably make about eighty five to a hundred thousand off the first year of being with you, or first yeah. month of being with you. Sorry.
0: Yeah, that's insane. That's great. I mean, I love it. It's a hundred k, hundred k turnaround is pretty impressive. And 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 to be fair to Pamela as well, you're brand new and you've kind of slotted in and and, and kind of just you know making it happen, running with it, uh, which is amazing. I think for people watching this, it's almost like. It's easy to work with because you just get on with it, right? You just do it, and and it and it obviously works, right? I think a lot of people is that they want to go. Well, yeah. What about if we do it this way? Or What about if we do it that way? And I'm like, well, just do it the way that it's working. Like right. everyone should be testing. There's no that there's nothing. Everyone that I work with, like when they make like you guys now making money, you might go, well, actually, we do this now. We tweak that, and it gets better results. You're in a position to to warrant doing that. Right. Because it's working and you're trying to make it better and you're making tweaks. It's nothing worse than someone going, I've never done a deal. I'm going to start messing around doing everything but you said and, and, and can't get a deal done. Like, where, obviously, Terry, I know your personality is 100 by an hour, right? Sure. And you're the sales guy. So, how do you guys work together? Like, how does the, like, who's doing what in the business? Like, how's that working right now?
1: So, Terry really just kind of runs, obviously, full speed. Without yeah. stopping, um, and leaves a trail behind. Typically, <laughs> so yeah. most of the time it's me kind of cleaning up behind and kind of setting a path to to get it going too. So the organization, the administrative part, the making sure we're following up on a call or you know the daily to do list or here's what's set for the week. Those are more the things that um, I handle, and he's the speed racer out there just. Down in the ground
0: and in people's faces so yeah but at least you understand that right so you play playing to each other's strengths right. And my team says to me they, they say it's like having a uh you know a fishing net right where I'm just going and they're just trying to catch the things <laughs> as yeah. it goes past me like they're just trying to like catch it and then organize it right right um, so I'm 100% see <laughs> see it you know, we want to cut every corner and just go, let's just get me on the phone. I, and I do it still today. People are like, Well, this is the process. I'll like, just give me the number and I'll you know right. and I forget by me doing that throws the whole process off. So it is a learning thing and it's slow down, wait, because if I do that. And that solves the problem for me. But then everyone else is like, well, how did the call go? What's next? You haven't done anything. You've not updated it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because I didn't follow that process. So it is something to battle with. But when you get these processes in place and understand that the back end, you can literally then massage the marketing. And when we open up another market, right, because I know that's the plan, is to Mm -hmm. go into a virtual market. And once you've got, you have the marketing machine. Right now. So that can be turned on and we can literally we can market anywhere. No problem. Like that's easy. Generating now is easy. The hard bit is well, what do we do when the lead comes in? Right? Who's gonna go on the appointment? Who's gonna show it? Who's gonna do the pictures? Who's gonna dispo it? And that's the bit that needs work in a virtual market. Because then once you have that foundation, you can then just turn on the faucet. More leads, more leads, and you can be in 10 markets if you want or whatever you you guys want to do. So
2: really good. Uh, uh, Pamela is awesome, like you said, at um, understanding um, the CRM that you set us up with, you know, and uh, your VA, who's really helped us through the CRM and has taught us, you know, because you have that uh, class every Thursday. The CRM that is working really well, and it's nice to have the resource being able to come back and say, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? Um, that works fantastic. And she is kind of like a net. Like that yesterday's show, I took four calls during your show yesterday, and all of them I threw notes at her and said, "Here you go, put these in." And she's looking at me like I'm on this show, you know. And I'm like, "No, we got to get these notes in here. I don't care about this <laughs> show. Not the show. I get notes in." You
1: know?
2: so, um, yeah. So it is a, um, a work in process. The one thing that we really try to do though is once dinner time comes, we stop with real estate and we sit down and uh, we turn the phones off and we try to spend some time. Um, this morning breakfast was what we did. We cooked breakfast together and we took time. We just kind of talked about, you know, our workout and our eating and how we're going to do different things. And we turned real estate off. And like I said before, Pamela's got a hobby. She sings in a band. She's a lead singer. So. She tries to do her hobby on the weekends when she can. Uh, and then I play volleyball for a uh, national traveling team. So I'll take off on a weekend and play. So, you know, working together really works well, but you also got to kind of have a little bit of time apart, too, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that's really important. And a lot of people listening are going to be, you know, husband and wife or couples, right? Having this very problem. Me and my wife, we don't work in the business together, she does help me, but it's kind of like the handoff. Once she's running it, she's running it and I'm not involved Uh, because again, just our personalities uh, just doesn't work and a lot of people can work together, but you just need to understand that. And I think the biggest thing that you've just said is the turnoff because I, I was worried about her coming into the business and working is I don't want to just talk real estate when I'm done I'm done I don't want to talk about a deal right. in the evening I don't mm. want to talk about what marketing or why a deal fell out or whatever the good and the bad right I just don't mm. want to talk about it and, and and the easiest thing is is well don't get involved then we've got nothing to talk about when it comes to that so right. I think it's good that you set that boundary and you both understand it because there's so many moving parts that it does drag people in. And all of a sudden then it becomes a problem. Right. right. In the relationship, all we do is talk real estate and this sucks. And, and money's not everything. Like, again, you're set to make 100 grand in your first month, which is fantastic. But at the same time, if you're miserable, well, what's it all for?
2: You know, the other thing I noticed, too, that really works well is we have our hats. She does the administrative stuff. And when it comes to that kind of stuff, I ask her, what do you want? How do I do it? What? You know, so I kind of make sure that she's the authority on the administrative stuff and she works through the administrative stuff. When it comes to the sales process, you know, we have a very clear sign. um, You don't talk why I'm selling. And if I if I ask you what your opinion is, then you're allowed to get it. But why I'm selling, (laughs) you don't talk. So, you know, And so being able to, you know, check your ego and be a little bit humble and realize that she's got her hat and I got my hat and mm-hmm. you know this is the way we work, that seems to work really well too, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I think you're hundred percent right. The other thing is, and you might be doing this, uh Terry, because you're obviously on the front line a lot. What you need to do, and you might already be doing this, is setting Pamela up for follow-up. So, you know, you can just say, Hey, my partner my girlfriend my wife whatever however you want to position right and you can say hey we'll work the business so she might follow up with you and check in just give that that personal touch that she might reach out and then when that handover is done Pamela can can do obviously that follow-up right because you're obviously not going to be able to close everyone you talk to and just mentioning in people like the husband and wife feel right they like the vibe they it's more people it's people trust it and and it's not like a big company and things like that so just positioning like yeah she'll probably check in and and doing them handovers will help a lot especially when she then starts to build that rapport through the follow-up stage and either bring you in to close or just close it herself because uh, we talked about the lady is its personalities some people don't want to deal with men and women and you just got to not get People get it too personal. Like, okay, cool. They don't want to talk to me, and they want to talk to someone else on my team. Whatever we going to do, like, right. it doesn't matter. Let's just get it done. Yeah, so check. That's out really. the same way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Well, no, that's awesome. So, what would you say? Let me ask you, and then we're going to wrap this up. But. Let me ask you, obviously you're in the new format, right? Obviously with our calls, we go, we do three to four live calls a week in the in the group. Everything's on video if you want video on and it's very interactive. What do you think about that? Like how have you, and you can give me your honest opinion. I've not actually asked you this question before, but what do you think, you know, with, with that, the, the interaction of that, do you feel that helps a lot? I really like it because for me,
1: you know, being like newer to the whole environment in general, it just, it's helpful because you get to hear different perspectives of other people and how they're doing things. And, you know, you can ask any question. And a lot of times someone else has already gone through that experience or is having difficulty over in this side of the system, or this is what they've done and they have something to share as far as like being able to navigate it differently or just a whole different idea that maybe someone else hasn't shared yet, you know, and, you know, maybe like for Terry, it's something he's always done, but someone else in the group never even thought of it or vice versa, you know? So it's kind of helpful in that because you, you kind of have that camaraderie of even the whole group environment just giving their own feedback and, and the different ideas of way, the way they've handled the things. So that's been gotcha. really helpful for me.
0: No, that's really good. And, and you're exactly right. I think because we used to do it as like a webinar. So it'd just be me on the screen, just talking. And then you just ask questions. And I've done it like that for years. And I was like, there's got to be a better way. So we started to do this and everyone really liked it. And it was big because obviously I now work on the business, not in it. Right. And I have done for years. And, and as much as I'm involved in and in knowing what's happening, you can lose touch. Right. You can lose that like feeling of it's your first time and hearing it from me going, yeah, I was in that position. I used to do that. But you don't you don't get that feeling of, oh, no, here's Joe in the group or whoever that's just on their first deal or going through that exact thing as you or this is how they overcome it. Which is way more powerful than anything that can come out of my mouth, right? Because they're like, oh wow, like he did it or she did it. And that's not that's not like, you know, disrespectful. But I used to think mm-hmm. that like if they can do it, then I can definitely do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and that's the whole point. And and we also have people doing, you know, four or five deals a month, making fifty, sixty K c- consistently every month. So we still have a, a retention of the of the uh, the higher end guys and gals but also the the new ones to try and elevate everybody up it's been a game changer from what i see in results and especially with us meeting so frequently we're not waiting for a week to get something done We're light like, on it and we're changing it and we're going to get these results done because otherwise you know if you're not doing that in my opinion then you're just waiting around so
1: yeah we were talking about it last night and you know just the the different seasoning levels of people, you know, is really helpful because you do get that little entry level. So you don't feel like if you ask a question, everybody else already knows the answer and you're going to look like a fool. Like there's other people that don't know either, you know, and you feel just really, I feel really comfortable for the most part, just asking the simplest questions, but then also hearing things that they have to cycle through a few times to really grasp because it's further down the road than where I'm at right now but just the the availability to have all of that and it kind of helps the momentum I think too in that you can you know every day you know you're hearing different stories or sharing different information so it's like oh yeah, oh, oh let's do that. let's try that today
0: you know or yeah yeah, so. yeah it keeps it fresh. No, yeah, no, I couldn't say any better. You're exactly right. That was the, that was the point. And there's no egos in the group either, because I no. won't have it like and I've not got time. I can't deal with it anyway, personally. So never mind anybody else, because we're all at that level. That's why there's never a stupid question because we all started with zero at some point. So you're exactly right. And and a lot of it, and we're, we're going to put some more things in place as well. We're probably going to, it's even though it's a mastermind setting now, we're probably going to try and have a, you know, like an elite group. We're going to do like an elite group and then maybe like a beginner session for, I'm not going to call it beginner, but it's kind of bake, brilliant at the basic session of just the little things that you forget, like how to pull the list, like what criterias and and things that are super important right Mm -hmm. Um, but also give people a goal to try and get into you know kind of the elite group of making maybe 100k a year or and we're going to develop that as we go so i'm pretty excited about that but no, I appreciate you both kind of getting on and, and talking. Again, congratulations! 100k in closing in the first month is 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 amazing, and I think people are going to get a lot from this to just say, I mean, take massive action, right? Well, let me ask you, what would you say to somebody like if they're new trying to get started? I mean, what, what would you, what would your advice be? And you might well, have two different answers here.
2: To me, uh, it would be exactly what I did. I didn't try to change your system. I came on and said, okay, you're successful. You show me your system. And you, you set your system up and I ran your system exactly like you told me to do it. You said, run two VAs, do this, do that, do that. So I just put 100% faith in you. And I said, the next, you know, 90 days, I'm not going to change anything that you do. I'm going to go exactly what you you told me to do. And I'm not going to change it. And if I have any questions, I'm going to call you directly, or I'm going to call Rob or your VA or somebody else directly. And I'm going to say, okay, here's my question that I don't understand on your system. And you guys have been great to respond. The system has worked better than I thought it would work. Uh, And, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of negative about like VAs, but the way you set your VAs up, everything's been positive. So... You know, you got to trust the system. You got to, if you're going to pay somebody to teach you something, then you need to let them teach you what they need to teach you. And then, like you said, maybe six months or nine months down the road, maybe change it a little once you got some experience.
0: No, I appreciate that. What about you, Palmer? What would you say on the, you know, someone's new, I mean, you're newer, right? So, right. I mean, I know you've already shared kind of some of the things that we do, but what would you say?
1: I think, um, you know, the biggest thing is just get out there and do it. You know, it, I know at the beginning it was, Terry was doing this training alongside another portion. And it was, you know, get out there and just get the deal. Just put yourself out there. And I think, you know, on the the one that I did where Terry was kind of the bulldog and we needed like the calmer, quieter, slow processing person, you know, I was scared to death. I'm like, I've never done this. I don't know what to say really. And I fumbled my way through it and it worked, you know, but some people just need to know that, you know, you're trustworthy and that you're there, you know, and that you're kind of listening and that that's the part that they need. So you never know what you bring to the table that someone else might need,
0: you know? Absolutely. No, that's awesome. Well, I look, I I appreciate you both. So thank you again for, you know, coming on, sharing your story. I think people are going to get a lot from this. Uh, Guys, if you want to join our group go to REINetwork.com slash join. And these are two people that prove that it works. Okay. The results have been insane. Talk about 10 times your investment. That's exactly what's been done. And so if you're interested, get in touch. We'll have a conversation. And we're more about, by the way, it's not if you have the money. It's about the personality. You've got to be willing to give, to share. And it's more about the personality for anyone that's in the group and knows me. We don't have anyone because I won't have it. And anyone that they talk to coming in, it's about if they're not going to be a good fit, it's a no. I don't care if you've got a million dollars. I'm not interested. It's about personalities. And uh, because you're going to spend a lot of time together on these calls and there's nothing worse than having someone that no one can stand on that. Right. I've been <laughs> there myself. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I, no. uh, So, guys, uh, I appreciate you both. Again, if you're watching guys, like, and subscribe uh, to the show. Again, go to reinetwork.com slash join, come and join us. Any last words before we're done?
2: Uh, if you have any deals for St. Louis, send them to TWalberton4 at gmail.com. Uh, we'll look at all of them and help in any way we
0: can Thanks we for yeah no thank you guys and guys remember hit them up we'll put that email in the, in the in the notes if you've got any deals under contract you want a jv they are buying as well as wholesaling wholetailing and even creative finance and we never even talked about that deal yeah. terry oh
2: we didn't talk and about what we're that. gonna
0: do it. let's yeah. just give a two minute on it because it's awesome like okay
2: so um we got a, a, a VA call that said, you need to go right away. He's taking, um, he's, he's interviewing people right now or he's, a, he's taking contracts now. So we ran out, showed up and he's sitting on the porch and there's like three people inside. Uh, there's a, a guy from Israel doing virtual. There's another guy out of uh, California doing virtual and then two local wholesalers that are there. And everybody else ran in and started taking pictures and we sat down next to him. And so we sat down for quite a while and talked to him. And then everybody came out and they talked to him for a few minutes and handed him their contracts. And we continued to talk to him. And then we walked the house with him. We took him inside and we kind of walked in with him and talked to him about it. We found out that he wanted 70. He had a couple offers at 75, 77. He had a couple at 67, 68. After talking to him, felt so comfortable with us. He said, "Hey, um, I haven't eaten. Can we can we finish this conversation over lunch?" So he took us to Crackle Barrel, and we sat down over Crackle Barrel, and we talked about the deal. And then while we were talking, his mother had died, and he had a probate deal in force so that nobody had ever even asked him about. And so we talked to him uh we got $70,000 and we made an agreement to go look at the Florence house. We went over and looked at the Florence house. This house is immaculate. It is unbelievable. You 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 know, I would live in it and do nothing to it. And yeah. it's valued at 160, 165 as it is, it's a 3 bedroom, 2 bath. And he said, "Well, if you'll give me 130, I'll take it." And he goes, "My biggest problem right now is taxes." He said, "I'm so worried about capital gains because of the inheritance stuff." And I said, "Well, if it's taxes, why don't we just give you a little bit each month and then that way you don't have to claim it." And the guy said, well, I've never heard of that. So I sat down and explained to him how he could get around capital gains by doing a seller finance deal. But that it had to be, you know, eight years to go through Dodd-Frank. And uh, he, he perked up and he said, you know, that sounds perfect to me. So we ended up getting the house under contract for eight years at $900 a month. And it'll it'll rent out at $1,500 a month. And we don't have to do a thing to it. For eight years, zero interest, 0% down, all because he was afraid of paying capital gains.
0: Amazing, amazing. Right, so go in that extra yard of just investing in in people, I think, you know, we could talk about a hundred things, but I think that's the important thing that we do, right? You invest in the people, not the real estate. If you invest your time in people, the real estate's just come, will come. And I think that's exactly what you did. You solved the problem. What's the problem? Capital gains. Well, this is how we get around it. Genius, he's more than happy. Mm -hmm. You've not mentioned about money down. Right. You didn't get in, into, I think this is really important from a sales guy that's, that, that's done it is that people will use words that get them in trouble, like, well, mm-hmm. how much interest do you want? Or how much do you want down? He's not asked for interest. He's not asked for a down payment. So don't come out with things that, that have not even come up in conversation. You just expect that they don't want anything down. You expect that it's zero interest and you're solving the problem. You come up with a monthly fee over the allotted time. And that works. And then if they say, well, how much will you give me down? Or, hey, is there going to be interest on this? Then you can cover that objection to to put to work that in the deal so that's awesome
2: great job right. yeah and nobody in front of us built any rapport with this poor guy I mean they just would run by him and hand him a contract and you know and then let us know let us know and you know and so we we sat down and steps with him and just let everybody run by and we were there 45 minutes and everybody was gone and we were the last person standing there talking to him and you know we talked about him and his girlfriend and his kids and his business and how he put in you know invisible fences and <laughs> we never actually even brought up the house until he asked us if we were going to walk it and then we're like oh Yeah, we
0: probably don't get to that. So, absolutely. That's, I mean, yeah, it's game changing. But that's, again, why you're doing, you know, what you're doing. And I think people need to, but also understanding. And it takes experience, doesn't it? Like, you obviously sense that there was something there. You're not going to go and take, go to lunch and spend two hours. And he wants three, you know, 50 grand over retail. Right. You obviously knew that from the numbers, we're going to work on the first house. It was leading to another. So it all kind of was aligned and made sense.
2: Right. You you told us about uh, reaching out to property managers, that they always have buyers, property managers. And I actually have some rental properties myself. So I called my property manager and he goes, oh, yeah, I got four people out of California looking for everything you had. So going there, we already knew that we probably had a buyer in hand. We already knew that these California guys were looking in this area, that they were looking, you know, in the 100 to 110, right? Because to them, 110 is unbelievable. They, they can't believe you can buy property for that. And so when he sold us 70, we're like, mm, ink this, you know. So we just had to take time and make sure we built rapport to get it done.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And and the, and the property managers and the realtors, you know, they're, they're game-changing contacts. They really are. Because who's if you're an out-of-state buyer and you want a rental property, who are you going to call? Property manager. I mean, or a realtor. I mean, that's what you're going to do. They're not going to look for us, the wholesaler. They mm-hmm. just want to go and go, this is the person that's managing. Will you find me deals? Right? And that's mm-hmm. why your property managers are so important to, uh, you know, to doing deals. So really good. Well, guys, I appreciate you. Uh, I know we just nearly wrapped up, but then I was like, damn, I forgot that, that that's right. a, a key thing there. So, look, I appreciate you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, looking forward to, you know, continuing to work and uh, kind of grow and see what you guys do over, over the long term. So thank you. And, uh, guys, if you're watching, go to ranetwork.com slash join. Make sure you like and subscribe. Appreciate you. Thanks. Okay. Thank you.